Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. No. Can I tell you something? Go on. You know when you think to yourself, I'm going to do something that's really helpful. I'm going to help the household out. I'm going to do this. Never mind. So we've got two dogs. Both are quite big. One's quite bright. The other one's quite thick. Uh-huh. And one's injured her shoulder. So I have to walk her on the lead. And the other one is very hyperactive and has ADHD. So you have to keep him entertained all the time. So actually walking one dog on the lead while you've got what's like Taz of Tasmania running around you is really quite a nightmare. And he barks constantly he's got lots of emotional problems he's a rescue dog he's got his challenges in life yeah. um, so I thought look I'm going to do it yesterday afternoon I want to walk so I feel guilty if I go and have a walk and I don't take my dogs with me so I thought I'll do it no problem at all so I did it was literally like wrangling cats in a bag it was ridiculous the barking was so loud that my next door neighbour came out to check that everything was alright that's how chaotic it was so to help matters he also brought his dog who then joined in with the barking uh, so at which point I had three dogs all running around, one on a bungee cord. They kept trying to take me out at the same time. So I said, are you trying to increase my stress levels? His dog then ran off. He couldn't get him back. I got round the corner, threw the ball for the big thick one, ended up hitting the one on the lead in the head with the ball <laughs> flinger, to which the big one came back. I threw the ball again. He then fell over the lead of the other dog and oh, took no. all four legs out. <laughs> It's like Skittles. It was just absolute <laughs> chaos. And it was like there was nothing I could do to stop said chaos. I was trying my hardest to stay calm, to stay cool. I thought, I've got this. This is not going to be hard. But for some reason, no matter what <laughs> I did, it was just a cack-handed mess. Yeah. If I'd have happened to wonder by thinking, oh, she's walking the... D- oh, my... And saw what was going on, I'm sure my pet squid, which I keep in a tank in my back pack would have gone just walk on pretend you've not seen it don't let anybody know you know her my squid would go like oh no 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 they're playing 10 pin bowling with dogs well that's exactly what it looked like that's a really good way of putting it but actually do you think that lockdown is making us less capable and a little bit nuts given the analogy about your pet squid in a backpack that you just mentioned i do feel that more people are starting to be like me yeah <laughs> no <laughs> No, 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 no. 2020's been bad enough. We do not need to go that far. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> they are. They're coming to me, the Pied Piper of Perford. Yeah. <laughs> the Pied Piper of Perford. I think we're all going a little bit crackers, don't you? It um, just seems life, just the basics. And now because we're running out of practice, like obviously your social skills need a little bit of work. My hand-eye coordination has gone down the toilet. <laughs> My squid and I would choose to not do that. We play lots of games. We had so many videos. Is it this week? Oh, it was so much fun when she popped to the toilet for a wee. She didn't realise Squiddy was down the U-bend, you see. <laughs> <laughs> that old surprise toilet trick. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you saw a real person? That would be on Friday. Really? Yeah. Barbara. Was it a mental health supervisor? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coincidental because Barbara featured 
a lot in our last... Heavily, in rural Britannia. Yeah, but she really is called Barbara and Jill had invited her round to see the progress on the new room because normally Jill meets her at a National Trust place. So are you likening your new extension then to a National Trust property? <laughs> well, obviously it's not as dowdy. Because <laughs> I reckon Barbara turned up and she's like that. What, no ornate staircase, no hidden doors, no monk's room? What is we this? We have got loads of bits of junk like screws, bits of glass, bits of roofing felt. Leftover toot from the builders. Yeah, exactly. So did you invite Barbara around to come and pick it all up for we you? We didn't say that as such. We just said, would you like to see if you can find any <laughs> hidden treasures? And uh, en route to finding the treasures, she came up with loads of stuff. She thought she was coming over a coffee and a slice of cake. <laughs> but this is the desperation. I'm desperate to get out of the house. I love my house, don't get me wrong, but people could ask me to turn up to the opening of an envelope and I'd be overexcited. I saw yeah. my friend Jill in a pub for a socially distanced lunch. In the middle of the afternoon, it was lovely. It felt a little bit normal for a change, but I was so overexcited. How many friends called Jill have you got? I only have friends called Jill. <laughs> it's just a rule of mine. I'm getting a pattern here. You've only got servants called Barbara and you've only got friends called Jill. Some people have said that I might be slightly Asperger's, but, you know, I like to have things in a certain way. <laughs> 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 when I go out and walk the dogs, I find that people almost come running up to me to start a conversation, like they're desperate for a chat. Yes, yeah, because that's it's a nation of dog lovers, and they see that when you walk your dogs, you're actually tripping them over. <laughs> it's true. They're running to help. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, as the dogs are lying on the ground. Help us. Help us. Help me. This buffoon can't even coordinate the two of us. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> a buffoon? Is that something you shine a shoe with? I think it might no, be. No, it's usually in the wind section of an orchestra. Oh, yes. My mistake. <laughs> Although they have shiny shoes. Well, not all of them. I have seen some shoddy shoes on an orchestra occasionally. Oh. And now we're having to come indoors again. It's dark outside. The rain's lashing down as we speak. The wind is up. We've been told today's weather will be high winds and heavy rain. Does that make you kind of go, hmm? I think I'll just stay in my jammies. Actually, no, you're not in your jammies. I can see you on Zoom. You've got a very attractive tracksuit top on, which I would have imagined would suit more of a, a younger man, but you seem to, yeah. to, to manage not to carry it off. So it's good to see that you've made an effort. Well, it just shows that younger men can't run fast enough when somebody <laughs> nicks their tracksuit top. <laughs> So this fitness thing, he was obviously more of an observer than a fitness person himself. <laughs> Our fashion choices are totally different. I'm sitting here in a very unattractive pair of tracksuit bottoms and flip-flops. It's like 10 degrees outside. It's a gale force wind. I am not dressed for the day because I know I'm not going anywhere. Well, just turn the air conditioning up. But are you doing little things just to keep yourself mentally entertained? Like, you know, getting a pet squid? Uh... No, the pet squid's been around for a long time, but he's very shy, oh. so I don't show him off to people. In fact, you're one of the first I've mentioned him to. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's, it's only when I feel people are really sort of, you know, getting into my mental <laughs> sphere that yeah. I'll share this Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You carry on telling me about that. I'm just going to start writing this email. Dear Mencap... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that I may have someone you might find interesting. <laughs> Men cap. Graham is a 40 plus year old man who started to steal tracksuit tops off people in local parks <laughs> to busy himself mentally during this weird and challenging pandemic experience. Yeah. Graham now believes he has a pet sea sponge called Peter, a squid that we don't know the name of yet, but I have no doubt that will ink out later in the conversation. I have concerns that Graham may be missing human interaction. <laughs> I deal with this pandemic by gender reassignment. You just wrote to men cap. Yes. So I'm thinking there should be also a women cap and perhaps a they cap. Yeah, well, there is a swim cap. There's a, <laughs> it's a, yeah, and uh, at least for the squeezy bottles of tomato ketchup, you, you just un clip the top don't you you don't unscrew it so you never will lose the cap that's another one i'm going to set up the charity swim cap yeah it's going to be to raise money for underprivileged swimmers that can't afford to put a giant rubber item on their head so we will raise money through fundraising activities like firewalks, <laughs> things that are completely not associated with the water whatsoever. Maybe we'll go tightrope walking. Maybe we'll do an eating competition and it will be for underprivileged people that can't get hold of the necessary equipment to be able to swim at speed. What do you think? This sounds like a great idea. I'm going to match that idea with a cap idea. Because of the modern technique of the little squeezy bottles of tomato ketchup and because mm. of the joy that previous generations had cutting little circles using the top of the tomato ketchup bottle into little bits of spam or whatever, you can't do that with a new squeezy bottles because if you just squeeze the little nipply thing down, you'd end up with a millimetre diameter little bit of spam or something wouldn't you <laughs> i'm gonna have a tomato ketchup squeezy bottle cap redesign charity and what are you gonna call it tomato ketchup squeezy bottle cap redesign uh, you'll have to have an acronym for that it's too long-winded yeah i don't think you can use the words nipple and spam on a podcast i think they're banned now really one is one is inappropriate and the other one is just no longer relevant in modern times you say the word spam people don't know what you're talking about they think you want to slap them in the forehead I'd like you to be much more careful about the gender assignment of words you're using today. You've just mm. said acronym. What about acronym her or <laughs> acronym her? Acron they. Accrington Stanley. Anything else? <laughs> Stanley. There's a name from the past. There you go. That would be great if you had a daughter called Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> acronym. Uh. Acronym. No. Acronym. Acron they. All works for me. Fine. Do you have a history of stroke in the family? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the symptoms is that your face makes contortive things like you just did and you talk rubbish for a bit. Is everything all right? Can you feel your pulse? <laughs> Do I need to get you one of those little red power buttons that you wear, which would actually go very well with that tracksuit in all fairness? I had one of those buttons for quite a while. And I used to play about with it and no one ever came. No, it's because Jill gave you one and it wasn't connected to anything. She went, in an emergency, Graham, press this button. And you're like, that. why? What happens? She went, nothing. She gives you something to do while you're yes, waiting. That's <laughs> right. There's no battery in it. Nothing like that. So what do you think Christmas has in store for us this year, 2020, the year of disassociation and distance and no social interaction and you going mental? I don't like thinking of Christmas until at least we've got the end of October. 
October out of the way. Come on now, Halloween. Is that because you're sewing your Halloween costume as we speak? Uh, well, you could use that tracksuit bottom if you wanted to go as Glenn Hoddle or something. But what's going to happen with Halloween now? Nothing. I can't imagine anybody is going to go out for Halloween, are they? Yeah, I will because I live near the woods. Because no one can go anywhere, you know, it'll be full of teenagers having sexual relations and getting high and eating Haribo. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to hide in the woods and jump out at them. And that'll give me something to do and it'll give them something to do. Oh. And then maybe it might give the NHS something to do when they wet themselves. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe it might give the police something to do when they report a strange woman dressed in very unattractive tracksuit bottoms just prowling around the woods in flip-flops. Prowling. With a dog on a lead and another dog that keeps falling over the lead. I suggest for your dogs, it sounds like what you need is to put them on a skateboard each. Just super glue them, mm. pull them along on the skateboard. A lot less problem. Those are like the ones you used to have in Victorian times, so roughly around your childhood era, when you used to have a dog on wheels with a rope. Yeah. Do you remember those? I've seen them in a museum. Obviously, I don't remember them directly, obviously. <laughs> the listeners can't hear the little squeaky noise of the dog you're pulling around behind you. Little do they know that Rose, that you've referenced many a time during the podcast, is actually stuck on wheels and stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> and very low maintenance, in fairness. Yeah. She doesn't bark, she squeaks. I'll get the oil can out. wd 40 make life easier. So what are you going to do for Halloween? Me? No, the lady behind you. I will probably help decorate Scott's room because I think he wants to acknowledge Halloween. But he's never been mm. very keen on going around knocking on people's doors. He finds it all a bit strange. But I'm with him on that front. I feel yeah. that if you're knocking on somebody's door, you should at least offer them some dishcloths or something yeah. at the same time. Trick or treat. And did you want to buy this very, very cost-effective scrubber? We had a guy come around this week from Geordie Land. Yeah. From Geordie Land. Yeah. <laughs> But it was dark. He came around <laughs> and he was what, saying... Or do you think he you know, cycled and that's why it took him so long? It was about 6.30. It was already pretty dark. Mm. And Scott was worried, like, who's that at the door? Well, answered the door, it was this guy. So normally I would buy stuff off them. But this time I said, no, it's too late. You should come in the daytime and wear a mask. And mm. maybe buy yourself a torch or sell torches if you're going to come at this time of night. Well, I think it's difficult with a torch because if they're shining the torch towards you, then mm. we just see a dark figure shining a bright light in your eyes. Which, which is, is perfect scary. for Halloween. And do you <laughs> want a very cost-effective dish rag? <laughs> but we've been through the bag of these people and they're all similar things. And it's all rubbish, overpriced rubbish. But I will buy yeah. it because I think... They've walk in the streets. It's a hard job carrying a heavy bag just walking around. I mean, that's a harder <laughs> job than a lot of people do for so a lot of So what you're money. saying, that if someone has a job that involves them walking the streets, you feel obliged to pay them? <laughs> yeah, my heart goes out. Yeah, it does. So your preference is to pay people who are street walkers? I've always found them enchanting. <laughs> Although, terrible selection of kitchenware. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get a decent dishcloth. <laughs> Terrible. So, are you trying to do things that differentiate the days of the week? Because that's another thing. Those of us that are still working, those of us that are lucky to still be working, when it comes to the weekend, the family or your friends will say, What are you doing this weekend? And you just feel like punching them in the face. But actually, you respond in a polite manner, Oh, nothing. I'll probably just stay in. <laughs> You know, are you trying to do things over the weekend that's a bit different? I think a few years ago I was in danger of knowing there were different days of the week. But luckily with lockdown that has 
stopped. <laughs> just like when you were born, a baby doesn't think, oh, is it Tuesday? Oh, oh, is it when, you know, there's no need for any of that. There's no need for it. It's just been invented to get people into some routine so they don't notice the real stuff. And what is the real stuff? You've intrigued me, my little conspiracy theorist. <laughs> the real stuff is just existing just flowing you know just going along just moving with time that is not the real stuff that just sounds quite hippie-ish and dull and economically crippling well there you are <laughs> what are you doing today emily oh i didn't think i'd go to work i thought i'd just flow with time <laughs> economically crippling <laughs> i thought i'd sit in my flip-flops and just go with the flow could i just say that when emily said economically crippling she put on a trump supporter hat <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another reason why the world is going mental, isn't it? And I'm not what? a big one for talking about politics, but my Lord, that man is just absolutely loony tune, isn't he? And I want to understand, right? This is something else that's been on my mind. Now I have time to think more about these critical pieces of information. Not once has Biden, during the electoral debates, said, who does your fake tan and are... They sight impaired because he has an orange fake tan that has blatant goggle marks around his eyes. So where is he getting that from? Do you reckon he's buying some cheap knockoff from eBay? Is that San Trapez? I don't know. It's terrifying, isn't it? He's a fool. And why are they both so old? Why do I want the most stressful job in the world to go to a 77-year-old man who allegedly has the start <laughs> of dementia? It seems appropriate that the bingo call for 77 is do little crutches. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like, despite you having put that hat on, you're mm. not a particularly big Trump fan. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Admittedly, he's one of the first presidents that's got business experience, but I do think he's risking people's lives in exchange for the economy. But then you could argue, is England being overzealous? No one is going to be winning the COVID lottery. If you get COVID and you recover and it doesn't have too much long-term effects on you, then you are winning a life. If you get another day on this world and you can wear tracksuits and not worry about what you're looking like, then that's even double bubble. And you can eat crisps for breakfast and nobody cares. <laughs> well, so those are the things you've got to focus on. That's where you're winning. Well, some people are winning because they're making millions of pounds. So people who manufacture masks have probably seen an yeah. upturn in their sales. People have just started a whole PPE empire, but we were supposed to be reducing plastic. A PPE empire. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to go to the toilet. I don't know why, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. We're now using more plastics for PPE. So we're not helping the oceans. We're going to make it worse. Any fish that you buy will come pre-cling filmed as it comes out of the ocean. I don't suppose you happen to know if squids can catch COVID, do you? Don't know. I'm not from the squid, the squid <laughs> patrol. I don't know what I'm going to say. You've got no ambition to be squid woman. No, although that would help me on the dog walk because I could do with the extra arms yeah. to tackle the chaos. Can you imagine if you had extra limbs? Some days I'm so dyspraxic, I think I'd just end up tripping myself over. Yeah. 
Yeah. Some days I think it'd be useful, I need an extra pair of arms, and then other days I think, well, maybe not. You might get stared at at Waitrose a bit too much. The neighbours have got shifts on you. Oh, I don't want to do the 2am shift. She's unlikely to come out that time of night, surely. You never know. Is that because my neighbours have taken Neighbourhood Watch to a whole new literal level? Have you got Neighbourhood Watch in your area? We're all a bit nosy. <laughs> we don't have it in an official capacity where you get a sticker that you put on a lamppost. Oh. But we're all quite curtain twitching. Are you? We're like, oh, Who's that? What's he doing? Oh, who's that? What's she doing? Have you got curtains then? No, I've got blinds, okay. which is kind of ironic if you're trying to see what's going on outside. It's a bit more obvious, isn't it? It's quite obvious if you have to pull up a blind. In Scott's room, we've got a blackout roller blind and we've got shutters. Uh. So if you wanted to spy on somebody, they'd hear the clanking of the shutters opening and then the blind rolling up. And it's like, oh, I didn't notice him peeping out of the window. <laughs> With the light behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can see that you're nosing at them. Because we live in a rural area, we do keep an eye on what goes out because it's not on the main drag. So people do potter up here from time. I'm really selling the area, but it is a very nice area. But from time to time, you do get people coming. We've had someone, they weren't a house guest and the police had to come out, mm. like five police cars cordoned off the road and they were actually in our drive. They'd even got the dog unit. They were trying to catch the person, which was kind of ironic because they'd found this young girl and then she'd run for it into the woods. So they set the Alsatian on her. My goodness me. <laughs> yes. Lucky for her that you were around then because obviously the dog didn't stand a chance as it was hobbled. <laughs> But, oh, doggy, do you want to join my three, my two and the neighbours, playing doggy bowls? There you go. <laughs> the police cart you off and leave her to get on with whatever she's up to. But if you're desperate and you're in a really bad headspace, I just feel that setting a large German shepherd on you is... It's not really the answer. No. They're not employed for thinking therapy when they're on that job. Well, especially as I did see them put the knife in the back of the car. Oh, well, that's terrible. Were they practising stabbing cars? <laughs> what's going on with our police? It's, I don't know what's going I think people are just losing their minds a little bit and doing things that they wouldn't normally do. So what would your reaction be if, let's say, next January, February time when Christmas has been cancelled and all the rest of it, mm. it was revealed that, in fact, COVID has been a hoax. <gasps> and the governments of the world decided it would be a laugh and something to cheer up their populations when it was revealed as a hoax. We employed loads of people to pretend <laughs> we're bringing all the dead people out of the warehouses where they've been having to hide away because nobody's been allowed to go to their funerals, so they didn't really know. And they've been in this these soup kitchens in big warehouses. It's all been a big hoax. What's your reaction? Oh, I can't go back to wearing proper trousers. Not after this amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back to an office. Do I have to wear real shoes? Can I not just wear flip-flops and trainers all day? You know, there are certain bits we don't want to go back to, yeah. isn't there? And there are lots of people who believe that this is a complete and utter hoax, don't they? There's they a truly lot of them. believe. They, they often wear foil hats, as we've already discussed. But I'm puzzled um, by this work shoe reference you've just made. You don't want to go oh, back yes. to wearing your shoes. You want to keep yeah. wearing flip-flops and trainers. And yet I believe yeah. 
If you were a swim attendant looking out for people in the pool, or if you were a trainer at the gym, you don't want to wear your work shoes. So you'd be saying, oh, I don't want to wear my flip-flops. I don't want to wear my trainers. I want to wear my lace-up, sensible, flat-soled shoes. <laughs> I mean, don't you think it's not anything about the shoe? It's about you and your interaction with the said shoe. Yes, I'm sure. On a much more subversive level, there is a whole darker world we should implore <laughs> around the fit flop versus the bro. <laughs> when I was a kid, we always thought that the sole of a shoe came from the popular flatfish, the sole. What a luxurious fish. Is there a luxurious <laughs> fish? No. I mean, is there a fish class system? Do fish go like that? Oh, no. there's a haddock over there. Oh, yeah, we don't talk to the haddocks. No. She's on benefit and he swears a lot. Oh, over there's a sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> Not within the ocean itself. They just get on with it. There isn't a class system in the ocean itself. It's when they're brought out of the ocean, perhaps as pets, that they start getting a bit above themselves. I'm not going to mention how I know this. <laughs> uh, how do you know this? Oh, you said you weren't going to mention how you knew that. I'm not going to mention. I'll give you a little clue. Mm -hmm. Expert at changing colour, so you don't know where he mm -hmm. is. Mm. And he's got eight, I'll call them arms, mm. and he's got a really, really good chirpy voice. Oh, right, OK. I didn't know you had a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like Covid's going anywhere. We're not going to celebrate Christmas, are we? I doubt it. Well, we'd just be buying each other a load of old rubbish, eating even more than we have been eating, and nipping around our living rooms on electric scooters just to entertain ourselves, I reckon. Well, the billionaires have got more billionaire haven't they? Have they? And the millionaires have got more millionaire How do you know he's rich? Oh, he was ever so airy. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, you're right though they are like anyone who's got a decent home delivery business can be doing very well because people are bored we've got to watch our pennies a bit too why uh, because penny has always been a bit of a goer and uh, if... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watch our pennies <laughs> what a phrase a lot of kids now don't even know what cash is no they won't they won't have a clue <laughs> if you said to them what's a penny I mean Scott doesn't get physical pocket money he just asks for some currency of whatever game mm. is into digital currencies when you go out do you carry cash no i'm not thinking of mucking you but <laughs> in that tracksuit top i beg to differ i don't carry cash i haven't done for ages because actually i read some research a long time ago around the amount of germs that are held on cash and i know that when they replaced paper money the original paper money with this new hybrid which is part plastic and part paper and it has foils and all sorts of stuff in it it's a lot more hygienic but you know coins are still grotty they've been in people's pockets they've been down the toilet they've been in your shoe they've been all on the floor uh. they carry a lot of grime and grot in them so yeah. no and you can tell if you hold 10 peas in an arcade your hand goes dirty it changes the color yeah. so you know if i can do digital payments i'd prefer to do it when i was a kid i used to do that and uh, our hands used to my brothers and i our hands used to get cleaner but perhaps that says something about the state of your hand before you hold the money and also my mother did say never lick a pound note mind you if we got a five pound note or a ten pound note she'd lick it for us you know it's so welcome to see something valuable i like the fact that that 
it was obviously a, an occurrence that happened so much that your mum had to put that in as a rule. Please stop licking money. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't mean to do it, but every time you get a penny out, I'm like, <laughs> I just like the taste of the copper. <laughs> we were a family who didn't go on holidays or travel much, so licking money did give us a vague <laughs> idea of other places. So, oh, I wonder where this £10 note's been, and we'd lick it and <laughs> imagine just where the owner had been. Oh, I think he might have been to Cyprus sometime in his life as we go back to the basic things thanks to covid and this horrible pandemic who knows we might all start taking up licking our pennies <laughs> and penny <laughs> will still be promiscuous <laughs> modern aged middle life was brought to you by graham jarvis and emily baum if you liked it tell a friend or rate and review the podcast that will help others find us thanks